Okay, welcome to another uh, episode of Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living Podcast. Uh, I am um, <clears throat> I'm interviewing my friend uh, Ryan, who uh, who's going to talk about. Uh, let's see, he's talking about uh, media, mental health, and anxiety, etc. And uh, yeah, he's. I was actually interviewed by him, uh, I think two weeks ago, last week. I don't know. I lost count. <laughs> I put him in on the whole coronavirus. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Take it away, Brian. Oh, well, th thank, thank you for having me today. I, I appreciate it. Of course. So, uh, so uh, what? Uh, so, how do you keep yourself um, uh, mentally? Uh, Staying on media. Well, I would say just staying um, on top of it and just being engaged in the process. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad free behind the scenes access, access to our free Facebook community, and so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy premium podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. In other words, not watching a movie solely for entertainment purposes, which I do, you know, most people do watch movies for entertainment purposes and whatnot, but to kind of dig deeper. And if there's something that speaks to anxiety, you know, dig a little deeper, see what it says about that. You know, if it says something about, you know, depression, you know, dig, you know, and kind of look at it from a, from a, not a critical perspective necessarily, but just, digging deeper as far as to seeing what it may represent or not represent as far as mental health. And, I, and it is a process that I've just found fascinating because yeah, there's often, there's often movies that get mentioned as a movie that would be about bipolar or about depression, but those are all the obvious ones. You know, there's, movies like um you know silver linings playbook that that one gets mentioned all the time and rain man um, yeah rain man that gets mentioned all the time i just watched it this past weekend so <laughs> <laughs> but did, well did you know that that is based on a true story the, I did not know that. the, 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 the rain man he was actually and i, I don't know what the what the right way to, to phrase it is he was he he was not my understanding is that he was not autistic. He was, um, I forgot what the, the diagnosis was, but a lot of what he was doing as, as portrayed by, by Dustin Hoffman in the movie, the things like the, the card counting and the, and the memory, those are actually very learnable skills and talents. And 
Which so, I highly don't recommend card counting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so when the movie when the movie came out, a lot of that at the time when that came out in the eighties, right? Like late eighties, early nineties, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When the movie came out, it was almost like you know groundbreaking in a way because no other movie at the time had really covered that. Um, so it's so watching it again, and I actually did see it again recently. I want to say in the last couple months, I want to say a few months. That movie has not aged well. <laughs> it has not because there's a lot that just is so eighties-ish yeah. in the movie. I mean, it's it's a movie. I I'd have no complaints if the movie were ever remade. <laughs> Normally, I'm not a fan of that, but I would have no complaints if the movie were, were uh, ever remade. But I mean, a, a point of example, though, as far as the memory thing is, with a lot of a lot of the early Greek philosophers, when they were memorizing stuff, there would be a and you know that that figure of speech, you know, in the first place. Mm -hmm. you heard that that figure of speech we will say like in the first place yeah one of the, the one of the things that the early greeks would do to memorize and this would be like socrates and plato and all, all the all the greek people what they would do is they would you know in, in their head they would make like an imaginary palace and there would be like one room you would remember you know all these items like say you were going to remember um you know may, maybe a, a speech you were going to write or, mm -hmm. or a book. And so everything in chapter one, you know, all the opening characters and the exposition and whatnot, that's all going to be in, you know, in, in the foyer. So everything pertaining to the book setup and, and the characters that are going to be introduced, you put all that in the foyer. And then you go into the next room and everything about maybe, you know, chapter two, where you have like the opening you know, storyline and, and whatnot. That goes in the, you know, in, in the living room. So all the stuff, you, so it's kind of like you, you, you like separate different stuff you want to remember in different boxes, so to speak. So when you, when you remember them, you don't think about the stuff you, you're remembering, you think about the, the boxes that they're in. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, what box is this going to be in? And what box is this going to be in? So it's not something where, um, I mean, th does that make sense? It, it's sort of a, um, it's somewhat of a lost art in our society now because you don't need to really m remember that much stuff anymore because yeah. you can just Google it and it's on, you know, palm of your hands and on your cell phone. So, um, well, but me, it is. I just memorize everything. Exactly. So that, th there you go. There you go. And a lot of what, so that was one of the, the interesting things that I do like about Rain Man is it does touch upon a lot of what the, the Raymond character, you know, Justin Hoffman, what he's doing, what he's doing, like anyone can do, basically. I mean, it, they have to, you know, practice it. They have to, you know, put forth the effort. Well, let but, me rephrase that. I don't think I could do all the math because I hate math. <laughs> except, except for the math. But I mean, even even there was that scene where he, you know, the the, the book of, uh, was it Toothpicks or something or match Matchbooks? Yeah. Where he said, that all falls out that is that's all math so as far as like some superhuman thanks to our sponsor to make this podcast happen if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make podcasts let me explain it's free 
those creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listeners. It's everything you, you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, it only takes about five to 10 minutes to set up. It's simple, easy, and the best part, it's free. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today to just create your own podcast. You know, whatever, that's strictly math. I mean, I think it's like some... I don't know what the, what the exact calculation would be, but I would imagine he maybe looked at one of the, you know, on the on the box, it maybe said like, this box has, you know, 300 toothpicks or maybe he calculated the, you know, the width and, and the length and the breadth. And, you know, so maybe it was something like that, but 99% certain it, w- it was simply math. Probably. And, and so that's one, so that's one of the things that I've always, have have liked about Rain Man is it is it puts a lot of that at at, at the forefront. So, and uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think? Uh, what do you think? Of your favorite? Uh, uh, do Do you think? Uh, um, do you think Rain Man? Uh, uh, you think Rain um, Rain Man uh, did a good portrayal of autism um i th- i think i think it did in a way it i know that he had a very set schedule that was in the movie you know the whole wapner on it at three you know the people's court that he was watching on tv mm-hmm. um there was actually a now that you mentioned that because that movie is in many ways like a road movie because you know the, the the Tom Cruise character, he's traveling, you know, to think the, the for the the family affair to get that in order. Mm-hmm. And there's that one scene where they're out of town and and they they go to some stranger's house because he sees a TV on in in the uh, and I'm, that's one scene that oddly enough that's a scene that I really remember that kind of really characterizes that that routine. You know, even at, at, I think there's a scene even at the airport where, you know, people's oh, cord on it. Yeah, because it, it, and I don't know if any t- any airports still have TVs where you can like put a coin in and watch it. Uh, that's uh, one thing. They're not that free. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, but that was the thing that really stuck out at me was the 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 routine. You know, it had to be you know people's cord at three o'clock. Wap, you know, Wapner on at three and. Um, and, and then the, the the Abbott and Costello thing, you know, the who's on first. Yeah. Where at one point I, uh, he, I he even... like when I liked he, how he uh, he just uh, he didn't want to get on the airplane, and he's like yeah, he's yeah. Just all the crashes and everything, and yeah. he's like, and then Tom Cruise just had like just just like lost it, and it's like okay, fine, every <laughs> airplane in the world just crashed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's another reason why I'd have no complaints with it being remade. Because a scene like that, that scene would 
probably not play too well if you're watching it by today's standards with all the craziness that's gone on. In, in well, I mean, obviously it's not funny for, I mean, it's, I'm, it's not funny that plane crashes, but I mean, just yeah. the way he just said Yeah, it, exactly. The, just that, that the way it played out, there was definitely, there was a... I, one, I don't think anybody could come up with a, uh, a better response than that. <laughs> it just was just, well, just in my fan, I'm 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 kind of a big fan of Tom Cruise, just not in the movie The Mummy. Yeah. Oh, Brendan oh yeah, Frazier. The Mummy. That, that was a not a fan of that movie. <laughs> I like Brendan Fraser better in that. Yeah. Was he but, in that too? Because I, I remember yeah, in Cena. In, in Cena, Tom Cruise. Uh, he they just remade that uh, the uh, Mummy movie. Yeah. Uh, I remember for a while. Brendan Fraser was in every movie for the longest time, and then he just sort of, you know, flew off the radar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can actually, there's actually a Google search of what happened to Brendan Fraser. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Google it after the show. <laughs> like, 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 like Encino Man and, you know, Blast from the Past, and, <laughs> and then he, like, poof, then he, yeah. like, disappeared. It might as well be like what happened to Bigfoot too. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how are you uh, dealing with uh, your mental health during this uh, annoying uh, pandemic? Um, doing doing all right. It's it's. Um, what's been a little weird is there's, and I'm I'm in Arizona, and some of the states and cities and counties and whatnot, they're not all in agreement. And there's been some towns where they, where, where they waive the requirements temporarily and some who are still going on. So it kind of is um, just wish there would be more uniformity because it's sort of like, you know, one place and it's not a big deal for, for them. And then you go another place and it's, uh, I wish they could all be on the same page. That would be, that would make things a whole lot better if <laughs> they could all be on one page. Uh, you might want to send that to the uh, CDC where they keep taking their, uh, they just keep saying one thing and then we taking that with yeah. later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, yeah. <laughs> they don't seem to know um, much of anything going on these days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. CDC, sorry if I'm picking on you, but uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they're not watching. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Fauci, if you're watching, hey there. Say hi to Dr. Fauci. And uh, do you have any um, um, mental tricks that you've been helping uh, dealing with this crazy times? Because I know um, yesterday I was, it was kind of a, everything was just getting to me. I know that. Yeah. Well, I would say just um, a lot of, you know, gratitude, just remembering what, what I'm grateful for, you know, gr grateful for you having the, this resource available, um, grateful that, that you invited me on, on, on your show, something like that, kind of just little stuff to, to be grateful for, um, you know, grateful that I, um, you know, have a roof over my head, at least, at least for now, and uh, um yeah, so that that's one thing, and then just um, you know breathing. You know that always. You know I know that's somewhat of a cliche, but um, just if I you know just can press pause and and breathe and you know that kind of thing. That's so that's always been helpful. Well, funny thing you said about that because uh, I was listening to this TED talk uh, mm -hmm. from um, 
the TED Radio Hour on uh, NPR. Yeah. And, uh, it was a uh, basically was a uh, school assignment, but I I like to listen to some TED talks and yeah. the TED Radio Hour. So this guy, uh, he uh, he had a uh, bet with his son about uh, not just a friendly bet uh, about uh, being grateful for things, and so uh, he was telling how that basically like he think um, he like. Thanking one person for one thing led to another another person of thinking, and it, it was just like so many different places he had. He even traveled to like uh, he was thankful for for coffee, right? So he was thankful for the person who served the coffee. He, he was thankful for the person uh, who drove the coffee beans in uh, all the way to the. Oh, really? Getting city. detailed on that. Yeah, and so he. Super detailed. Drew, and he even drew. He even drove all the way to where the coffee beans, uh, and thanked them. And they he they gave him the whole tour of the whole facility. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, gee, I should try this. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, we laugh, but like he and like now every day he wakes. He he said he, every day he wakes up. He's 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 taking that one hour and he's like he's writing he's writing letters to people and like thank you for this because of this and and yeah. like even thank the people who do all the can um the uh construction on the roads like painting the yellow lines uh yeah. and uh who makes the uh uh the pavement for the roads and whatnot yeah. And so it's just like just big giant spider web that leads. <laughs> you think one person goes to this other person to this other yeah, person. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can stick <laughs> all the way down uh, to wherever. And I'm not a coffee drinker, but mm -hmm. I'm grateful for a lot of things. But it's like, sure. uh, I don't know if I could do that. Not because I don't want to, but I don't yeah. have a car at the moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's another story for another time. Yeah. But <laughs> Uh, well, one of, one of the weird ironies of the the timing of this um, of, of this interview and this show, particularly when you're the crazy fitness guy, is in between the time that this was scheduled and today, I had a doctor's appointment, and some of the numbers from the doctor's appointment were not as I had hoped, and so. Um, there was a, a weight loss routine that I was on uh, several months ago, and I've had to return to that now <laughs> to get uh, in, in better shape because apparently the, the, the COVID has um, led to some, some change in habits that I need to unchange. I definitely know what you mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you... Uh... Have you been feeling any anxiety uh, during this whole kind of pandemic, so to speak? Like, uh, I know for myself, there have been times where uh, I kind of feel like just curling up in my bed and just not doing anything uh, for just a day, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear you. Yeah, there definitely have been. Anytime there's like a large crowd or the opposite, no crowd, um, there's always 
been anxiety associated with that. Um, at this point, I don't know if it will ever return to, you know, pre-COVID uh, quote-unquote normalcy. So as close to pre-COVID normalcy as possible. But um, yeah, there, there has been a lot of anxiety associated with a lot of what, what's been going on, definitely. Do you feel, in your opinion, do you feel like that the anxiety comes from either the news, like reading the news or watching the news? Um, it's funny mentioning that because that's one of the things that I, I've been very conscious of is limiting uh, my, my intake. And um, so possibly, and, and that's in large part why I, I have inevitably just limited it is because the news cycle, you know, the, have you ever heard that term news cycle? Oh, yeah. That, that term where, you know, all the news comes out of you like all at once. The news cycle used to be like one time a day, you know, you know, and then it got to be two times a day where all you needed to know, you only had to check in like once a day or twice a day. And then little by little, the news cycle has just gotten like up to five, six, seven, eight, nine times a day or more to, a, to mm -hmm. such an extent that it's now constant that in some weird way kind of allows you to kind of take a step back and turn it off because you know there's more where, where that came from, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, I know, uh, like I, I, I uh, use this app called Flipboard and I basically personalized my newsfeed where I'm really only looking at health and wellness, or video games related news or mm -hmm. technology or yoga or whatever. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, there's still some uh, politics that just like pop up in there. Not that I'm following any of politics. It just, uh, uh, but I tend just to just, just pass it. I might just read the title of it, but then just mm -hmm. pass it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just can't like I can't take this anymore. <laughs> no, it's not for me. Yeah, yeah. Politics is out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that it is. <laughs> this is true. Uh, do you uh, uh, do you find uh, uh, do you ever find it, uh, do you find it, it ever a problem of trying to ask for help? Um, yes and no. I, I would say no in terms of that's something that I've learned how to do. Um, a lot of people, d d you know, have learned not to ask for help because we kind of, you know, particularly for, for men, there's, you know, the whole boys don't cry thing and, you know, suck it up. And, and so I've kind of been able to kind of work through that. So. On, on one hand, I would say, you know, it's it's gotten a little easier. The the flip side of that is a lot of help is often not available, either to me or you know, in general. Uh, if if there's um, a, a counselor, for example, that I that I want to schedule an appointment with, and there's no available times, or if there's a, a wait list up to a month or longer, which is not unheard of <laughs> a lot of cases 
stuff like that where the help is seemingly out of reach. That's got to be tough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I used to feel like I couldn't ask for help because, like you said, uh, at, uh, men shouldn't really have to ask for help or whatnot. Uh, but uh, I've I've learned that the complete opposite. Uh, I also felt that way because when I got bullied in uh, high school and middle school and elementary school, uh, the bullies made it seem like asking for help is a sign of weakness. It's actually quite the opposite. Exactly, exactly. And I think I had mentioned when I um, spoke with you previously is I was bullied as well. So whenever someone mentions that, something that I, I'm very, very uh, re receptive to and, and empathetic to. And uh, particularly when you, uh, you know, when you notify a principal or a teacher and it goes on one ear and out the other and there's maybe like a slap on the wrist and then it continues and it continues again and then you re-report it again. And so that's something that I'm, I'm definitely uh, very um, you know, empathetic to and, and, and mindful of, definitely. Well, that's, uh, well, it's funny, my school is kind of the opposite. Uh, where uh, like some sometimes like where how my high school is set up basically uh, the um, uh, the guidance counselors wanted you to come to them if you had problems and whatnot and uh, I've learned like after like one or two visits to them yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, uh, there are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free. Behind-the-scenes access. Access to our free Facebook community. And so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. I'm not going to name any names, yeah. uh, but uh, they didn't want to do anything. So I, I, uh, even though I got in the to some trouble myself. Yeah. I made friends with some of the, a lot of the principals yeah. and that basically paid off in the long run. <laughs> and yeah. I, uh, I, uh, basically, I got some bullies expelled. I got some bullies, cool. uh, uh, sent to another school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I got some bullies here yeah. by the time I, when I was done standing up to them yeah. and I did not, use any physical force or whatnot yeah. i just i just yell right in their faces um yeah. well, it's, it's, it's interesting you say that because i was the first one in in my family of, of all the kids i was the first one to be excused from up the private school that everyone else went had to go to and i was the first one i think at this point the only one who got to go to a public high school and the public high school it was like a night and day difference with the bullying because at the public school, there was considerably less bullying. It was just, it just wasn't there. 
there was maybe, you know, it was still there to some extent, but not as bad as it was at the private school. And that might have be been, different. what was that? You think that would be different. Yeah, and, and you think it would just be the opposite. But at the public school, the, the bullying was really not that bad. It really mm -hmm. was not. And I think some of it had to do with it was an open campus. And, and I'm a firm believer in open campus because of that. Um, a lot of people are, are, are against open campus in high school. Um, my experience with bullying is testament to that it, it is helpful if someone wants to, you know. So, and plus the people who would be bullying me, they were off campus anyway. They were, you know, probably on a smoke break or whatever. So they didn't have time to bully anyone. They were off, they were, you know, off campus. And so I think having it be open campus, at least from my experience, sort of buffered a lot of the bullying that was at the private school. This seems very opposite. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> and yeah. and um, I mean, so much so that there would even be the guidance counselors at the public school who would take me out of class and there would be like these little rap sessions or whatever they call them. So I would get taken out of class sometimes to get, you know, taken into like the guidance counselors, um, you know, little support groups as, as it were, or I guess that would be what they, what they were. And I'd get taken out of class for that. So, you know, once a week for out of, you know, maybe homeroom or whatever subject it was, I would get, you know, maybe one, might have been once a week probably where I got pulled out of class so I could be in this little, you know, mini support group <laughs> with the guidance culture and with other people around, around campus. Gee, I don't think I ever got that in my school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it, I mean, the bullying was still there, but it was not as bad at the public school as it was at the private school. I mean, it was much, much, much different. You know, I think the reason why they didn't have this because probably because I was in the twilight zone. So <laughs> it has to be. And it's like you're saying to me that uh, bullying was less in public school for you than private school. So oh, it, unquestionably. It must be the twilight zone. Yeah. Well, well, well. You have to look at it also. Is that in, in the in the private school, you, you've got the nuns and the priests, you know, disciplining everyone and you know, giving them, de, you know, detention and 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 plus it's a closed campus, so they're probably looking for someone to bully to make themselves feel better. Whereas at the public school, you don't have the priests and nun, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, breathing down your neck, and you don't have anyone kind of um, looking to blame someone or trying to feel better about themselves by picking on someone. Are there still nuns today? What, what was that? Are there still nuns in schools today? Yeah, there's some that are, my understanding is there's, there's different orders of nuns, like how there's different orders of priests, there's different orders of nuns. I'm not sure if orders, would, yeah, it might be called orders, but so there's some nuns who do, you know, they might they might teach, because I, when I was in, um, private school, I had a nun who taught science class, and there was another nun who taught uh, civics. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I think it depends upon what, you know, type of nun or what order of nun, because there's some that are really kind of hands off, and they let, they kind of let the nuns do whatever they want, and some that are more, you know, more the traditional, you know, cloistered nuns that kind of are the stereotype of, of uh, nuns, you know, being, being in the convent where they're, you know, slapping people with rollers. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I th my understanding is that it kind of depends upon what what order of of nuns. Hmm. Uh, do you ever? Uh, do you, would you say that uh, during? Uh, how do you feel? Uh, do you do you ever feel like you ever uh, get uh, depressed lately? Um. I'm not sure. I hadn't really thought about it. I've, I've just been really busy with a lot of work and with a lot of, you know, my, you know, non-work, um, you know, activities and, and whatnot. So um, if I have, I don't know necessarily if, if I've noticed it. And that's part of why I've been making an effort to, to, to stay busy is that it kind of, it's always helped when it, when I have um you know so if somebody felt, was going through depression at the moment what would you what would your advice be for them well i would i would first of all let them know that they're, you know that, that they're not alone and i know what they're well, well i can't say i know exactly what they're going through because everyone's different everyone has different backgrounds and perspectives so i so i can't say i know what you're going through because that would be a lie but i i can say i have a pretty good idea of what you might be going through and I can say that with 100% certainty that that I have some idea of what you're you're going through. Uh, so where can people find you? Well, I am on the the mental health uh, film comment, which is on uh, Facebook. Uh, mental health film comment with the capital M, capital H, capital F, and capital C. Um, so on there. There is most of the socials I'm on. I think on Twitter it's MH Film Comment. Um, I, I think I may be on Instagram, but I say that you know with a question mark out loud because I don't know if I really um, because I'm still getting uh, used to that one. Uh, so maybe just you know Twitter and Facebook is probably the the best way to, to find me. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free. Behind-the-scenes access. Access to our free Facebook community. And so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Um, I, I don't. Th thanks for having me on. Um, I, I, I've enjoyed this. This is a, a good, uh, good, 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 good time talking with you. I, I appreciate this. Totally. Uh, let's stay in touch. D definitely. And Definitely. you can also find me on, on the social media. Mm -hmm. sure. Well, uh, let's wrap this episode up. Uh, so uh, there you have it. Uh, thanks for having. Thanks uh, for being a, a guest on Crazy Fitness Guys Healthy Living podcast, uh, Brian. Okay, thank, you. thank you. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Uh,